Hi and welcome to episode 80 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. I absolutely love chatting to the fab Erica Hawkins this week. Erica is a fantastic UK-based wedding and family photographer. She's won three Reportage Awards from us for her wedding work and was also ranked 14th in the world on our documentary family site, This Reportage Family, for 2020 and has won 11 awards from us there. We talk about both arts in the episode today. I found it really inspiring to talk to Erica as she talks so openly and honestly about so many subjects, including capturing her own family during lockdowns, anxiety and nerves, finding out she had cancer, how she won a gallery spot with a renowned Taylor Wessing Photographic Portrait Prize at the National Portrait Gallery in London, imposter syndrome, branching out into teaching and branding photography, filming on stage at Glastonbury, shooting a Don't Tell the Bride wedding, and so much more. Hey, Erica, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. Thank you. Yeah, all good. Um, yeah, what's up with you at the moment? And where in the UK are you? I'm in an old town called Hitchin in Hertfordshire. I'm currently sitting in my bedroom. It's very hot. I've got the window shut because we've got some builders outside. And oh, I don't okay. hear their noisiness sneaking in. Oh, did I see one of your kind of like, was it builders in one of your recent Reportage Family yeah. Awards? Yes, that is our current extension, which hasn't kind of progressed that much more than that picture, which was taken about 12 weeks ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. That's exciting, though. What kind of, what kind of extension are you having? Well, we've actually brought our next door neighbour's house, well, half of their house. Oh, so wow. we've kind of, which sounds really glamorous, but we only live in like a, a two bed, a kind of a cosy two bed in Hitchin. And um, so we're, we're basically going to have a cosy three bed. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. That's cool to be able yeah. to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. One of the best things about the pandemic was that we were going to extend our house. And then we heard our neighbours saying they were going to move. And we were like, oh, OK, hold on. Hold on a minute. And my husband's an architect. So it kind of all came together perfectly. So this wouldn't have happened without the pandemic. So that's yeah, cool that's isn't really it it's, it's cool to think of things like that good things that have happened for yeah. me I know there's not a lot of good things at all but there have been a few haven't there that, that's definitely up there definitely up there so um yeah, it's a good one but no it's, it's, it's yeah it's been a been a crazy crazy year oh yeah oh it's been mental isn't it by the way I just it's funny how I recognize that from your description that image that you just won because I I thought that was really cool was it your son kind of like looking out on the building work yeah and that you'd think it's the morning but that was actually like four o'clock in the afternoon because he's in his pajamas but oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's how they roll (laughs) um but yeah I think it's it's so nice because they're so interested in it and I you know I knew I always knew I wanted to take pictures of the project obviously my husband doing the design and me being a photographer um I love the fact that we've got something a bit more interesting to take pictures of again so it's yeah Yeah. I think the builders get a bit fed up with me like coming out and taking their pictures and I always have to give them a drink afterwards (laughs) he's that crazy (laughs) woman with the camera again yeah yeah (laughs) but they know the coffee's coming so oh that's good they put up with you then they put up yeah definitely but it's been good it's been good fun and hopefully we've only got like another I keep on saying 10 weeks it always seems to be 10 weeks away so but yeah hopefully 10 more weeks and it might be finished so that's exciting that's exciting it's very exciting but at the minute it just means my husband's still working from home I'm I'm at home most of the time and we're kind of living out of one room all right yeah that's tricky yeah 
<laughs> it's not that fun. <laughs> I, I read I read on your site that you spent most of last year documenting your family. Obviously, as the pandemic, you know, robbed us of most of our weddings, which you said yeah. as well. Um, and you did an amazing job of it, Erica. You came 14th in the world on this reportage family, no, no, fourth like, in the yeah. UK, with like seven that. awards. It's amazing. It's so cool. So, yeah, I mean, can you tell us more about that time then? Had you done much family photography before? Well, I've always, I've always loved capturing my own family like it's it's that probably has guided my photography more than my career like I love I want to you know capture our family life and so the minute the pandemic happened and I knew this like historic event was happening it was a given that I would be taking pictures and um so I just one a day and I also did a little video every day as well just to try and kind of yeah just to try and kind of show the kids because they're of that age that they probably wouldn't have they're not going to remember it in the same way that we're going to remember it hope fingers crossed that's true and, um, how old are they um so jacob was six last year and molly was three so oh, that makes them seven and four now <laughs> oh yeah i forget that they age each year actually <laughs> i know it happens doesn't it it's really weird um but yeah so i yeah i kind of made a point of uh, to begin with it was just kind of like i'll oh, take a picture every day and that would be my my thing and very quickly i realized that I needed I needed to take those pictures for myself. It was like a little bit of time out. Um, my kids and all my family know when I've got my camera in my hand, they kind of don't expect the usual mum duties from me as much. <laughs> so I feel like I could just have a bit of a breather when I was taking pictures. And I kind of, like, I'm a little bit more relaxed with the kids. Like, if they're doing stuff that normally I'd be like, get off, don't jump on the bed, climb off that wall, get off the wall. They know if I've got the camera that, that they'll get away with it a little bit longer because I'm like, <laughs> okay, I want this shot. So I'm just going to fight in. That's really funny. But they love it when you've got the camera then. It's like carte they blanche. Do. They can yeah, do whatever like, they want. Okay, this, is, this is fun time. So, and, and, that's, that's, and for me, it's, it's, I, I love it. And I, I, it's, it's nice to see them. The pictures kind of tell this, this a completely different story. Like as adults, you know, there was so much worry and so much fear and, you know, the, the financial struggles that happen, you know, when you're in the wedding industry and my husband's pay got cut and it was all really tense and really stressful. And um, my kids, the pictures, like they're just being kids and they're having fun. And, you know, they're kind of really making the most of that downtime with their, their mum and dad. And and I really like the fact there's this, these, these parallel stories going on where we're full of like dread and fear. But the kids were like, you know having the time of their lives that's very cool that was very cool that you did that i think that's that's awesome yeah and it's cool how it's kind of therapeutic for you as well and then you know, it really it really was it was um yeah it was it was i definitely needed to do it. and i think um yeah the beginning of last year was kind of extra kind of kind of shitty as well because i found out i had kidney cancer oh, which was kind of really weird it kind of it kind of came out of nowhere I wasn't poorly it was found completely randomly um just before the pandemic happened I'd had my kidney removed um and that was kind of the end of my cancer kidney cancer story but it was the beginning of the pandemic and like there, there was this weird this weird time where like part I partly feel responsible for the pandemic because when I found out I had kidney cancer I remember saying to my husband it was like I just don't want to be a wedding photographer right now like because my my one of my first thoughts was like I need to postpone a load of weddings that are coming up because I can't mm-hmm. I, I might not be well enough to shoot them 
and then I was like, and I just, I just need more time with my kids. And it's like someone heard me say those things, and they were like, "We'll take care of that, Erica. Don't worry. We'll cancel oh, all your well. weddings. Time with your kids." And I was like, "Oh, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all I'm your sorry. fault. I'm really sorry." <laughs> oh wow, gosh, oh, I can't imagine how stressful that must have been, though. Gosh, how are you doing? Are you okay? No. Yeah, no, I'm all good. So I was really, I was, I'm really, really lucky. It was found really early. Um, so kidney cancer is a real slow growing cancer. Right. Um, and mine was really small. Um, so I think had I not have had the scan for something completely unrelated, I probably wouldn't have found out for like another like eight years. And by that point, it could have been too late. So oh, I was gosh. really, really, really lucky. Um, but it was just, it was just such a strange thing. It was a real weird thing to to kind of go through um, and it felt unreal. I think I didn't really process it because I was, you know, a couple of weeks into um, like recovering at home, which was awesome. I loved it. People were bringing flowers and chocolates and food. My <laughs> husband was working from home and dealing with the kids and I was upstairs in bed watching telly and I loved it. And then something <laughs> called um, COVID came along and everyone stopped coming over and bringing me food and taking oh, care yeah. and then I had to look after the kids and I was like what's happened <laughs> <laughs> it was a very quick like it's time to get over that now Erica and um, think about something different oh, but in a, in a weird way it's quite good because it's um it's sometimes the distraction's a good thing and I think you know I had it it went I had the operation and I get checked on once a year, I have a whole load of scans and stuff. Um, right. And then that's it. And kind of, hopefully, fingers crossed, that that will be that little that little story. Oh God, Erica, can oh, man, I just that I just can't, I just cannot imagine that kind of thing. And and, and then the pandemic as well. It's like all these things uh, happening to you. But it was crazy. And I did. I, I definitely felt like my my cancer spotlight got robbed. I was I was enjoying <laughs> I was enjoying a lot of that um that you know attention and um being looked after but you know hey ho <laughs> oh man yeah but you but then you had all that time with your kids as well were you having to homeschool though and obviously you yeah. must have been you couldn't have been feeling well after going through what no. you well I was I think I was probably at that point where you know when people are like come on now Eric, you probably could get out of bed <laughs> so I was um I was walking I was moving around um and so it was you know and my husband was still at home so anything I couldn't really do like it took months and months and months before like my stomach was like strong enough that even now like if I do certain coughs it, I can feel like it twinges and uh, okay. um, I've never ever been able to do a sit-up in my life and I could definitely not do one now without <laughs> kind of like twanging inside but oh. yeah um it was funny because um I think you know remember that everyone was doing Joe Wicks for a little bit and that yeah, kind of yeah. helped because I was kind of like okay I can't really do much exercise but I could just sit at home and just be really lazy but you know the Joe Wicks thing I was like okay come on kids so that kind of eased me into kind of getting my back on my feet really so uh, okay yeah that was yeah, that was a good thing oh man amazing I'm, I'm so, you sound you sound good now so that's all that's all that's yeah, all positive I am, that's I am positive. good I am yeah. good I've got there's a funny a funny connection to um my kidney cancer as well um I had um so I'd I'd um second shot for um a wedding photographer who's from Hitchin as well um Rafe Abrook and oh, it's yeah. the first time I'd second shot really for anyone and I was really nervous and I did I'm not I don't really second shoot and he'd kind of said oh come on you come and second shoot for me and I was like oh I don't want to do it I don't want to do it um but he kind of convinced me to come along that'd be fun and I was like okay I'm gonna do it 
Um, and I second shot for a wedding, like back in September 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun. I loved it. I kind of got over my fear of second shooting. Um, and then uh, when obviously the whole kidney stuff happened, um, my consultant changed over. And um, so I had this one scary consultant to begin with, and he was really petrifying. And anyway, so uh, he was leaving, and a new one was coming in, and um, I was in the waiting room. and this guy called out my name and I looked up and I, it was Ben, the guy from the groom from the wedding I'd second the shot. The groom, no way. <laughs> Which meant obviously when you're second shooting, you tend to shadow the groom. So I was like, I, I was in the hotel room with him the morning of his wedding, like taking pictures of him ironing. And I was like, and now he's going to take my kidney out. I was like, I can't believe this. It's oh the, my. the weirdest thing. It was such, yeah, such a weird thing. But that is incredible yeah. coincidence. That is insane. Gosh, he must have recognised you straight away then as well. He, he, he kind of looked and I did this really awkward cuddle where, where I'm, I'm a big hugger and I could tell he was like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm being you know I'm Dr. Ben at the moment and this feels a bit weird and I was like oh this is crazy and I was asking him loads of questions and he was like right let's um let's uh sit you down and take the top off and I was like okay this is a bit weird now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man what a small world that's it insane was unbelievable it, re- it really was very strange but it made everything so much better like my my, my little journey suddenly like I felt like someone was looking after me. Um, I remember him kind of going through his diary and he was like, right, let's look when we can book you in. And I remember thinking, oh, it's half term. It'd be really good to do it this date. And and he looked in his diary and it was just full. And I was like, oh. And then he was like, is this when you wanted it? And I was like, oh, ideally. And he just scrubbed everything out and put my name in his diary. And I was just like, oh, Ben. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah awesome. it made it feel. And I, yeah, it's, it's quite a scary and lonely process when you go through stuff like that. So, so having someone that just felt that they were looking out for me made a big difference. Um, oh, yeah. Man. And, That's and, amazing. Uh, what a yeah. I know. I, it was it was unreal. And I was so glad I did that second shoot because I really didn't want to do it. And again, it's one of those times when, you know, when you push yourself out of your comfort zone, generally good things come from it and Mm. that's one of those times and I've kind of always felt with weddings like there's like I feel like I'm meant to be doing them there's been lots of little things like that that have happened and I'm like it's like something saying like this is the the job for you even when I've kind of tried to turn away from it things have been like because I you know I I didn't want to shoot weddings after I found that out I was like I don't want to be a wedding photographer who's got cancer like I, I don't want that and then Ben's there, you know, and I was like, this is so weird. And again, it's like a weird sign. It's like, no, I'm meant to be doing this. Yeah, meant to do it. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I get I get that thing about as well, like, you know, doing scary things all the time. And I feel sometimes like, why am I doing this to myself? But there must be something in it that kind of just pulls me to it, you know, even though I get nervous all the time. It's, um... see, it, it can be quite exhausting, though. And I think I, mm. I feel like I've limited myself. It was like some. Sometimes it'd be really nice to not always feel out of your comfort zone. Like, it'd be mm. quite nice to just be quite relaxed. Um, yeah. And I get so, yeah, I get so stressed. And like the, the I think very quickly I realised that I couldn't do that many weddings in a year because I just get really anxious and I get so stressed before a wedding. And to the point that I think it's, pro- I'm not sure how healthy it is. And I don't know how much it's 
way more than you should expect for a wedding photographer. But yeah, I so. You well, know, how I bad? I mean, are you feeling it like the de- the days beforehand, like leading up to it, or like like the last two weeks? I've I've felt almost like sick in my stomach because my weddings are gonna start. <laughs> okay, I get not, that. It, it's horrible though, and it, it, I I find it just sometimes it and it kind of what it's what pulls me away from weddings it's kind of like it's I can't ignore it because I think that it doesn't always go and it's always there and it doesn't really I've been shooting now for 10 years this has been my 10th year and I think where maybe where I've I've only ever done a small number in a year I feel like I've never quite broken that kind of fear factor I don't I don't know if you ever do so I feel like I'm just accepting that I'm gonna be nervous and I'm gonna be a bit anxious beforehand and like my husband like when I was second shooting for Rafe the week before like my husband's like you're not you're not doing this again Erica because you've been awful (laughs) you've just been a nightmare to live with and um and I don't want that you know as much as I love I love wedding photography and I love doing the job it's the build-up that just kind of really kills it for me um and yeah I find that really hard well I totally understand you know if you've ever heard a podcast before you know I talk about nerves quite a bit and I feel like whoever I talk to they're never as nervous as me so it's you're probably the worst I'm probably the worst person for you to talk to because I'm really nervous as well though you know I get really nervous definitely helps though it kind of helps knowing that other people feel like that even after doing it for a long time that Mm. you know it's it might just be something you never get over and and I think I think for some people it is like maybe me and you. Yeah, definitely. You know, so I've, you know, I've shot like 300 weddings. I still, still get nervous at each one. It's, and like, as I, like you, you know, I hadn't shot in a while. And then I shot a wedding on Saturday. I, I couldn't eat, you know, I didn't eat anything till five o'clock in the evening when I'd finished the wedding. I didn't have literally anything because I was nervous. It's, um, yeah, isn't it? It's it horrible. Been- it is, and I think that's, I think for me, I, I feel like, and as well, my, my, my children kind of, they're of they're of an age where you know I, I I'm waffling I'm going off in different directions now but I I think that I quite like having a smaller number of weddings and I think that um it's taken me quite a long time to kind of feel confident enough to say oh I'm still a wedding photographer even though I only do you know fifteen in a year that seems a good amount good. though that's a good but, amount. yeah but I I think for a while it was kind of um you kind of question yourself and you kind of think am I a proper wedding photographer or am I one of those people am I am I a weekend warrior like but where am I proper and you and it's I've had this battle in my head for so long thinking I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna start doing more like next year I'll do more or or when my kids are both at school I'll do more and I think mm-hmm. You know, did you ever kind of when you're growing up and you're at uni, you kind of think, oh, life will start after uni when I get a job or and when Mm -hmm. I get life will start properly when I get married. And oh, when I have kids, life will start. And you kind of kind of kind of done that with my career a little bit. And I've and it's only been the last year when I've actually gone, why am I telling myself that I'm not taking myself seriously when I've been shooting for 10 years and I have had I did have another job but it was a creative job doing photography and videography and it's it's I feel like I, I've kind of have to kind of give myself a bit of a talking to and be like no come on now just because you're only doing 15 in a year um I'm still a wedding photographer yeah and- totally <laughs> it doesn't it really doesn't matter how many you do all that matters is that you're doing what makes you happy I think that's the important thing it doesn't matter about the labels of like you know a proper wedding photographer or a weekend warrior or none of that stuff matters does it all that matters is that you're happy I think when, when you kind of suffer from um a lack of self-confidence that stuff kind of does it kind of plays in your mind and it's mm. kind of it's only as you get a bit a bit more um grown up and you know 
and your age and you kind of <laughs> what you spent so long like worrying about silly things like that um mm. and I think in some ways it's kind of held me back I think if I'd just been a little bit more confident um not so much in the ignoring the anxiety and, and the worries but just kind of feeling like confident enough to stand up and be like no um it's like it took me years to even tell people I was a photographer because I felt like I was like lying to them I was like I'm, I'm not 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 well, I'm, a I'm not a proper photographer but I am a photographer so um and you I, I've, quite, I've told you this before you know that massively changed when um I did your course and like the the workshop um and yeah for me that was like the first time like so my daughter was born and I thought I'm going to start taking things a bit more seriously I'll go on this workshop that some friends had said it was you know it looks good and I didn't know anything about you or anything about this is reportage before but I knew I wanted to focus on my documentary work so um yeah, came along to your workshop, which was very good. Um, no, thank and, you. and I, as you were talking, uh, kind of everything you were saying, it kind of just made me feel like so much more confident. And all of a sudden, like, you were saying things, and I was like, oh, I, oh, I, I kind of do some of those things. Oh, oh no, I do. Oh, that's the that's the lens I'm using. And all of a sudden, I, I felt like I could say, oh, no, I'm doing things right. Some of the things I'm doing are what he's doing, and he's, you know, and he's awesome. So, uh, you know, I really felt like I was, be- I could stand on my feet a little bit more confidently because it's the first time I knew what I was doing was right. <laughs> and I know that sounded really silly, mm. but yeah, it meant it meant loads. And then obviously, part of your course, uh, a course workshop, um, you talked about entering awards, and yeah, that obviously had a huge, huge impact on on my confidence yeah, yeah and you've nailed it and you've won so many you've won yeah. so many and you're just so good you should have no confidence issues whatsoever oh, it, no, it's, it's just, funny yeah. hearing you talk about that because you're just so good it's so I guess it's so but I, I feel it as well it's a funny thing isn't it it's, it's yeah. a funny thing it's really funny and I wish I wish I could say to you that kind of like you know for me that the nerves get better and stuff but they haven't really do you know the one thing that's made me feel a little bit better, you know, is, is actually since having kids. Um, and I still, I, I, you know, it's made me feel a bit better about the nerves because I think for each wedding, I just, and I know that I still get really nervous, but I want to think, I think that at the end of the day, I know I'm going to do as best as I can. And it, but at the end of the day, it sounds really odd, but that it doesn't actually matter that much because I, it's my kids are at home. And that's I'm going to go back to them, and that's kind of all that matters, you know. Not in a bad sense. Obviously, I want to do a really good job for the clients, obviously, but there's just more important things. Yeah, and I think in a weird way, the pandemic's kind of taken a little bit of those worries away because I kind of think well, these couples have had a lot of shit to deal with, like a lot of stuff to deal with, mm. and. In the past, the thought that, you know, like a wedding felt like this sacred thing that, you know, nothing should go wrong for a wedding. It's a wedding. It's like, oh, and I'm like, no, things do go wrong. And we have had pandemics. These couples have postponed and postponed and postponed. And actually, when you start seeing the smaller wedding going ahead and you kind of like, no, it's it's kind of not it's not really about me and my photography. And it's about these guys. And, you know, like you said, I'm confident now that I know I'll do the best I'll do. Um, but it's kind of made me realise you kind of get a bit self-obsessed and think it's, you know, they're, they're not thinking about me anywhere near as much as I'm thinking about me. And That's they're not so thinking true. about my work anywhere near as much as I'm thinking about it. And mm. um, 
yeah, I've kind of allowed myself to kind of relax a little bit with that, hopefully, but I have still felt sick for the last week. <laughs> two oh, weeks. no, I get that, Erica, though. No, I get that. But, but it's, that it does magnify when you haven't shot in a while, though. It does, doesn't it? For yeah. me, I still get nervous before each one, but it, I find during the summer season when I'm, you know, I'm shooting week to week, I feel less nervous because you get in a kind of roll and things. Yeah. I'm hoping. Ugh. Oh, it will. It will. (laughs) Oh, but it's so funny. I love talking about nerves because it's, as you said, actually, it's just really good to hear that you're not the only one kind of suffering from it. And we're not the the freaks. When I sometimes talk to some wedding photographers, they say they don't get nervous. I feel so jealous that they don't get nervous. I really I'm always impressed. I'm always impressed. Yeah, because they say, I I know people are trying, trying, they're being nice when they say, oh, nerves are a good thing because it puts you, you know, it it puts you in that heightened sense and it means that you care and stuff. And I get that they're saying that, but I still wish I didn't get them. Oh, me too. Yeah. And my husband definitely would would rather I not get like that. (laughs) Because I'm a a nightmare. I'm definitely not, I'm not fun to be around when I'm super stressed. Um, So... Yeah, yeah, I think he would rather, yeah. yeah. Very quickly, he was kind of the one that was like, I'm not sure how many weddings you should do in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's limit this, Erica. Let's limit it. <laughs> well, so, but yeah. Do so, you, how are you, like, when you start in the day itself? You know, do they go after, during the, minute, the day? The minute I'm in that room, I'm I'm much more calmer. Like, and, and it gets, it like, as the day goes on, I start getting overexcited. Like, by the time I finish, I'm on such a high. I'm driving home and I'm giddy. So then he's happy because I'm super excited the next next day and I'm like jumping around and and then start getting nervous because the next one's coming up (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's so funny the day after is such a good day I love the day after a wedding and I I just feel like I feel like I've gone through like a little mini trauma and I'm like yay I'm home with the kids I've done a good set yay 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 so I love that feeling and that's kind of that balances it out and you know and that's what it's about it's like as much as I don't like the feeling of being anxious and nervous and you know delivering a good set and, and really enjoying things as I'm making as well um I get excited by photography and I, I love looking you know I come home and I you know back up and I start looking at them and it often my husband's like come to bed come to bed <laughs> um, because I really enjoy looking at I, I enjoy them and I think as well like keeping keeping a smaller number allows me the time to um well, I'm not burnt out. I really enjoy those small weddings and the smaller number. And I can really get to know my couples like way more than, you know, I think I said to you, I'm, I'm not very good at business. And I, I give a lot of myself to my couples and I get to know them. Um, I spend a lot of time getting to know them because I can. And I think if I had like 40 odd weddings in a year, I just couldn't sustain that level of um, contact. Or, you know, I always include a, a pre-wedding shoot, although they're I think I posted recently that they're the most undocumentary thing in the world, but I really love getting to know my couples and that's what it's about. It's not, you know, I don't really care about those pictures and I don't think my couples care about them either, but it's just a, just a way to get to know them. And and I can do that when I have a small number of weddings. So that's true. There's lots of bonuses. Um, Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. so, I'm so enjoying talking to you. Just oh. hearing the big smile on my face. I'm just, oh, uh, it's, see, it's I told you I'm a waffler. Yeah, I do. I do waffle. No, you're not waffling at all. It's all super interesting stuff. It's so good, Erica. It's great. Um, you mentioned I, I've got a question here anyway, because you, and you mentioned awards, so I bring it up now. Obviously, I mean, you, as I said, you do so. You've done so great. You've won loads of this Reportage Family Awards. Um, you were fourth in UK last year, and you've won um, three Reportage Awards on the wedding site as well. So it's amazing. You know, honestly, it's so difficult to win one. So yeah, to win loads like you have is, is amazing. Um, but one of your specific reportage awards that I love um, is one that's like shot in a mirror. And I think it's like the bride and her dad, I think, yeah. is it? Like walking yeah, down yeah. the staircase. The, 
to get married yes like, that is so cool to capture oh. that kind of moment in the mirror like that is just so yeah. cool so yeah i just could you could you tell us you know about that uh, uh, do you remember that at the time like you, yeah, it's a, no, it's well, a very like, obviously specific capture so you must have yeah. seen it I think so. Offly, Offly Place is a venue I've shot at quite a few times, and you know the the, the coming down the aisle, the coming down the stairs shot. I've kind of done in a few, few different ways, and just trying to find different ways to 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 capture it. And then I, the, the wind, the, the mirror, and I just thought, oh, this is this is perfect. If I just and I knew that the stairs were kind of long enough that I would get some other shots of them coming down. So and then yeah. I'd make sure I'd turn around and get them um, coming down in the mirror, the reflection. So yeah, it was definitely one that that I'd thought about and seen it and, and went for it. So I'm um, like cool. my, my, my wedding, my wedding documentary work and my family documentary work are, they're kind of different. And I think like, um, I feel like I'm, I think I feel like I've got so much still to learn when it comes to the wedding photography. Um, and I haven't really had the opportunity to kind of like dive into that as much as I have, um, with my family and well, even my family work it's my family so I feel like I'm I, like I said to you I feel a little bit of a fraud because they're my own kids but you know no, I, that doesn't matter I, it's I, still great family captures it doesn't matter it's your own kids but I do I, I've got so much respect for people that are doing it with families that aren't their own kids so you know my, I, no one can feel more comfortable with my kids than I can and when I see people producing like this amazing family work with with families that you know they, they're building that connection like mm. on the day and I think that's a different skill than what, what I do where they're my kids and I wrestle them daily and I get into weird <laughs> angles with them all the time um, and I, I do think it's different I, I do think it's different and I appreciate the fact that my imagery is still good but I do think it's um hats off to them because I think they do an amazing job so uh, I get what you mean there but you shouldn't put yourself down just because the subjects are the ones you know really well you still have to get those amazing shots it doesn't matter yeah. that you know them well but is it you know is the family photography is it something that you think are you going to do more of for other clients going forward is it something yeah I would like to I've got like I've got like a long line of things that I want to do do when I have more time <laughs> so I think I've really struggled where um like when when I had my kids I knew that I wanted to kind of give them more of my time than my career and I always kind of knew that I was putting things on pause so um Molly's in full-time education from September so everything's kind of like been building up to to that and it was kind of like when when that's unpaused then you know I can start to to branch out a little bit more but the last year where normally we would have had childcare, we we, we haven't even had any childcare other than the two hours a day she goes to nursery so I'm kind of cramming my work in, in, in around being pretty much a full-time like mum. Um, mm-hmm. well, obviously everyone's a full-time parent, but um, I'm the one looking after in the day and I don't have any time to do much work really. So oh, yeah. um, that's been, that's been a real struggle. And that's been um, normally like normally we, the, what we thought was going to happen obviously didn't happen. And um, <laughs> there's no, we didn't once, once things were kind of back up and running, couldn't really get things in place in order to have, um, childcare so it is a case of finding time to work and prioritizing different work um, so families is one of those things I'm you know I'd love to do more documentary um, family work um, I have never really done much family work because it, it it didn't really appeal to me in the past it was you know I think my family almost put me off my sister <laughs> like when when I started getting into photography she was like oh let's take some pictures let's take some pictures of me and, and my husband and, and my, my niece and and she would kind of get get me in we my mum and dad had a conservatory which we kind of put up a white 
sheet and then she started like doing the piggyback and I was just taking these pictures and I was like these are horrible <laughs> they're really horrible oh I could get and that would put you off yeah. and I was just like I'm not sure that I want to do this and for a time all of my friends kind of like oh take a picture of of me with my little and I would do it because I you know making them happy would make made me happy but the the, the artistic side of it and the, the the imagery that I was producing just wasn't it just didn't float it just wasn't for me um so yeah I kind of didn't really think about it too much and then I think when I just started to take the pictures of my kids that I loved and then got such a great response to that I just yeah. thought you know if I could do this um and and make any money from it in the future then that would be amazing oh, but you should definitely it's... do it more erica you're so good at it you're so good at it yeah <laughs> you should really do it i wonder if you get you might get it might be less um nerve-wracking as well although i've only i've not done that like many family shoes but i've still been nervous for those as well so no i think i think i definitely would be less nervous i think um I just need to I just need to do it I just uh, like like so many different things I just need to start doing it so it's not like I've always been like oh, I do a little website I do a little a page on my on my website and then I feel like I can cross it off but then I'm like no I always I need to work a bit harder and actually start working with it out there more. Yeah. <laughs> well from so I remember those days when I was um, had my kids at home before full-time school as well and it's so much harder to dedicate time to anything so from September onwards it'll be a different kind of different world for you almost really yeah, I'm. I am hoping so. It's it's a busy. Obviously, I've got a few more than fifteen weddings this year, so it's going to be, um, really, it's going to be quite busy. Um, and I've also there was a point when it was like everyone needed to pivot. Like we're all wedding photographers, and it was like you need to do more, more things. We need to do other things. So. Um, I'm now I teach photography a couple of nights a week. At, um, oh yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I've got that written down. Yeah, how's that going? It's going well. Um, it's been it's it's been really interesting actually. Kind of learning about photography because I think one of the reasons that I've always felt a little bit like a fraud is because there was I've got no formal qualification it's kind of all self-taught and um so it's been quite interesting learning what I think they should know and kind of like just kind of double checking bits of information and things that I do and then being like oh that I'm okay I am doing that right that's good so again what kind of ages are you teaching so they're hobbyists. So I've got a range of, um, there's a couple in their late 60s. I've got, um, then I've got a few people in their 40s. So they're, at, they're, they're older adults. So who, it's like night, night school type thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really nice because there's no pressure. Like there's no qualification. It's really, they just need to come and enjoy um, learning about photography. So That's really cool. Have you been showing them your work? Yeah, I started off quite heavily um, showing them more of my work, and I, I felt like after week three, I was like, I need some more inspiration for these guys because I don't want to <laughs> see my kids and you know my wedding work. And um, but yeah, so it's been it's been really fun seeing them getting excited. And right, remembering when we when I first started doing photography and doing little things that I thought were really cool, and I was like, and then making them do them, and then like hearing this you know lady in her late 60s like getting really excited because she's been able to take a picture and capture motion and she's like I got it I got it I got it <laughs> I was like, that's oh, cool God. yeah that's <laughs> really cool that must be really quite rewarding I think that's really it cool has been, actually it has been but it's been really time consuming as well it's it's at so much of my free time because I'm obviously right, yeah. in the lessons as well but yeah and you, been, you've, di- you've diversified as well because you've started you're doing branding photography as well aren't you I well I am again this is one of those things that I've started to, <laughs> started to do and, and then I need to give it a really good push so I've yeah I've um I did Amy Robertson's um course oh, um, cool, yeah. in, 
in January and um, which was really good and kind of kind of set me up and and then lockdown happened and I felt I kind of lost um, a little bit well I think it was during lockdown that the course was going on I kind of lost a bit of motivation and but then I've kind of I've, I've shot I think four di- four different brands um, and I really enjoyed it and completely oh, different cool. to documentary work which again was a little bit out of my comfort zone I was like this you really do need to kind of pose people and right and, okay yeah that, that would be well out of my comfort zone yeah it, it was but then I think what was important is it's like you you still really need to connect with them and I think that's what I enjoy doing I like I like meeting people I like talking to people and I like you know making them laugh and if you can do that then you can capture nice moments in between kind of saying okay lean on this desk uh, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah just start talking to them and so you know I don't think I'll ever be very good at the, the posing stuff and um, I don't really want to be but if I can get a portfolio of images that feel quite authentic and real then that's what I'd like to do so that's yeah awesome. I'm gonna... it's a cool name as well shoot and tell is that what you called it? thank you shoot and tell yeah I like that that's very cool that was really cool well it's good. I think it's really good to have those different kind of arms and yeah we've it has so taught us isn't it how diversification is so important I think yeah yeah no absolutely absolutely but then don't don't pivot too much like I've done and and start doing too many different things and I think I, I'm definitely juggling a few too many balls at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you'll have more time to do all that juggling though from September so I hope so I hope it's as good as you're as you're making out to me I'm, I'm hoping that I've got loads of time and that the nine till three doesn't go super fast and I get nothing done oh yeah that's true yeah. it does go yeah. quickly let's go quickly <laughs> I've got to pick up my kids in like an hour oh you'll have to you do the school run as well do you yeah, yeah. I do yeah. indeed. <laughs> yeah. And my kids are still staggered at the moment. So one of them finishes at like quarter two and the other one's at like quarter past. Oh, no, that's annoying. I know. Ugh. And when you've only got like three hours in the afternoon, that, that half an hour, you feel really hard done by. <laughs> like yeah, that by sucks. That. So <laughs> but, are they far? Is the school itself? Are they in two different schools? Or? No, oh, no, because the one. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, no, Molly's at, um, so she's in preschool and Jacob's uh-huh. at school. So, um, but there is the same school. But luckily, we live very close to it. So. I take I kind of run home with Jacob and bring him home and then I run back up the hill to get Molly oh, so yeah so, and it's a hill as well it's a hill and yeah it's quite a steep hill oh, <laughs> that's good exercise though for the day isn't it it's good exercise. it is, it is yeah. <laughs> Erica let, let's change tack let's change tack okay, okay. do you or oh, you mentioned how you you laid in bed and watched a lot of telly so you're a bit of a Netflix fan I am I, I, well I yeah I yeah <laughs> This is one of those things I'm like, I should do okay with this little part, but I'm going to do really badly. I know I will. Okay, I'm bracing my knee. I'm holding it tight. I'm like, come on. Okay, you're ready for it. You know what's going on. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm just going to read out a few synopses of either a movie or series and let's see if you can get it. Okay. My heart's going all funny now. (laughs) There is is no pressure. You can't win anything. You can't win anything. So (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first one is it's a movie. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So Clarice Starling, an FBI agent, seeks help from Hannibal Lecter, a psychopathic serial killer and former psychiatrist, in order to apprehend another serial killer who has been claiming female victims. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Boom. Good one. Straight in. Yes, that's good. I haven't seen that in years. It's good. No, it's a very good film, isn't it? That's good. Okay. Oh, because we're like, we've spoke before. We're the same age. Oh, it's only a month between us, actually. I know. I know. Okay. So one out of one so far, Erica. It's very good. It's very good. Okay. This (laughs) next one is a lot more recent. I think it's, well, it's probably about four years old and it's a series. Okay. It's been a fan. And this is the uh, description for the first episode. Okay. Um, 
While recovering from nasty breakups with their exes, Mickey makes a scene at church and Gus stumbles into a confusing sexual encounter. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, that's really more of an obscure one. That It's um, a series on Netflix called Love. Oh, do you know what? And you love it. And I know I you love, love that. Do yeah. I get a bonus for knowing that you love it? You do, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But I haven't watched it. I think oh. I always forget. I'm like, what's that one that he likes? Oh, honestly. Oh. Yeah, you've got to watch it. It's that's honest, awesomely modern, just kind of romantic comedy drama. It's so good. Yeah, okay. check it out. It's on the list. It's on the list. Okay. You get a bonus point for knowing that I like it, though. Yeah. So okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> okay. Final one, Erica. Final one. Uh, final one. Okay. This film details the rise of British rock group Oasis and the creativity and chaos that brothers Noel and Liam Gallagher brought to the iconic band. Oh. It's a documentary, actually. <sighs> Is it going to be like named after one of their songs? It or? is exactly that. It is. Oh, I don't. I. It's not going to be. It's not going to be wonderful, though, is it? It's, it's not. Uh, no. Uh, uh, are you an Oasis fan? I was. Yeah. <laughs> Me, like twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. And my brain is getting tired, and I can't remember things. Uh, I think. I think it's the name. I think it's their first single they ever released. I think it was. Ah. Uh. Mm. Now that's like two two things I should have known. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to get there. Okay, it's um, supersonic. Oh, okay, yeah. there we go. That's a really good documentary as well, actually, especially if you did like Oasis. So. Yeah, you, you did well then, though, there. That's good. You didn't do well. Don't be kind. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, a lot of people have not got any, so that was good. That was good. You okay. got like one, right. one and a half, kind I'll of. That was really good. Yeah, that was I'll good. And that was an obscure one, that Oasis documentary one, especially. So, uh, <sighs> yeah. The last time I listened, I got all three of them. I was really proud of myself, but <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay, Erica, let's let's change tack again. A nice little uh, a life question. Um, when you've reached old age and you're looking back at your life, what would you like to think about the life you've led? Oh. <sighs> well, when, do you know what? I think when this is all going to get serious and deep, I think when when you go through a little a little cancer scare, you kind of do that anyway. And I think so. Last year was very much, very much one of those like there was lots of like deep kind of thoughts and looking back and thinking, oh. Um, but for me, I just. It, everything is my family like they mean everything to me and you know giving them a good life and setting them up for the future for when I'm not around I think is what is my ultimate aim is to give them a good a good and happy life so that they can enjoy those memories when I'm not around um which is a bit a bit morbid but that's kind of I've always I've always been a little bit like that <laughs> yeah. No, I to- yeah I totally get that I think that's beautiful as well yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah hence probably one of the reasons why I did the did the lockdown pictures as well I think that was very very much at the forefront of my mind I wanted them to remember um that we had a happy life um and we're 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 a good family we enjoy we enjoy each other that they are only seven and four and that could change um, but <laughs> at the moment you know everything's everything's I'm really lucky and really blessed um to have such a a wonderful wonderful bunch so yeah so that's that um, yeah i'm super proud of that i'm not even sure sure if that was what you asked but oh yeah. totally no it's awesome it's so cool you've got all that imagery to show them all that time yeah i think that's magic really and, like they care you know when you're taking pit like i really hope they want to look at them as well uh, yeah really, that's true uh, i'm gonna be like come on guys let's sit down and look at these like four thousand pictures we're like we don't give a shit mum i'm going out <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> 
<laughs> have you shown have you shown them any of the reportage family awards you know award-winning images of them in it do they know they're in award-winning they images do. They, 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 they are interested in them and they, they um obviously so obviously the obviously the picture of jacob um with the chicken pots when he was in the the National Portrait Gallery. Yeah, um, I was just going to, I've got that quest, I've got that highlighted next to ask you about that as well, actually. Oh, yeah. I was worried we wouldn't talk about it. And my husband's like, are you going to talk about the National Portrait Gallery? I was like, oh, more than likely, I'll probably mention it. I was like, gosh, I'll pop it up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got it highlighted to ask you. <laughs> I like, it's my one claim to fame and I'm like, I can't not talk about it. Oh, so, of yeah, course, okay. that's awesome, that uh, is. Yeah, like, so when, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you introduce it at the sound Okay, I'll bring <laughs> I've got written. I've got on your site. You mentioned how a career highlight, and rightly so. I said was uh, winning a gallery spot with a renowned. Is it Taylor Wessing? Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah, Taylor Wessing. Yeah. yeah, photographic portrait prize at the National Portrait Gallery. And I remember when this happened because I remember you, you know, on your Facebook and stuff. It's proper amazing. Yeah. So I've said I've, I've got it here. Can you tell us about that experience? And it was a portrait of your son with chicken. Yeah. No one needs to. No one needs to ask me to talk about that. I just generally talk about it with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah years ago now I'm like let me tell you about this um yeah so oh, as I mentioned I done your, I, I did your workshop and then um you said about entering competitions and that everyone should feel they should um you know give it a try and after that I kind of went home and I started looking up different competitions I could enter um and the um Taylor Weston portrait prize came up and Jacob had just had chicken pox and I'd taken a shot of him and I kind of saw the previous work and I thought I feel like this could sit quite well in that collection so I thought I'll give it a try um so I entered it and didn't think anything about it for um for a time and yeah and then one day I checked my junk mail and I got a, a email saying um that they I was through to the next round and I needed to get a print made up and um brought to London and I had like a day to get it done so I was like <gasps> Panicking. just a day really because it was in my junk mail for like almost two weeks oh no <laughs> gosh <laughs> but can you imagine if I hadn't have checked I'm, I'm wow. so glad I checked that would have been um, amazing yeah. and uh, so, I wouldn't have known did you know about getting like kind of like a real professional print done and everything then and stuff um well I was I'm quite lucky that I, I used to work for an art publishing company so oh. um yeah that a guy that was working for the art group had, had then gone and, and set up his own business so I kind of called him up and I was like help me help me <laughs> he just did it all for me which was the oh, best cool. he even got it couriered um and so yeah, that was like a little fairy godmother who just fixed everything and made sure the oh. print looked amazing um so yeah he's very good dot to dot printing there we go <laughs> little, little, little plug, good plug. yeah we gotta do that and when did you find out that after that when did you find out you'd made like you know an exhibition place so yeah i got the email um it was probably about three weeks after that, 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 um, that I knew. And I was just chuffed to get through to the next round because, you know, I didn't yeah. really know that much about the, the the show beforehand. And then obviously once I'd made it through, I started to kind of look into it and kind of realise how prestigious it was and what what a big deal it was to even get into the, this round of it. So I was super chuffed um, that I'd got this far. And, and then when I found out, I got emailed to say that I'd made it through to the exhibition. I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. It was, That's it cool. was like, such yeah do you remember where you were when you got that email exactly where we were we were on our way up to scotland um i was shooting my cousin's wedding so we had the kids in the back of the car um and i had hardly any signal we were parked (laughs) up in i think it was Oldswater. no 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 oh yeah we stopped halfway so it was Oldswater and like yeah and um 
and I got the message there and I just remember this moment with my husband and the kids like in the car park we just must have looked ridiculous because we were just jumping and hugging and and Jake was like what have we won what have we won and I was like I think we haven't really won anything <laughs> just means your picture's going to be in a gallery and he's like what's a gallery and I was like all right Jacob you're kind of killing killing the buzz a bit but yeah, really good. <laughs> oh so, that's yeah. so cool that's so yeah so he's, cool. So he's very aware of of the fact that I it feels weird because I'm I'm using his image and his and the kids their, their their faces are very much part of my um my progression and my photography and 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 I do worry that one day they might not like that um but for now while he's well, a photo that, of him with all his chicken pox spots yeah, he's gonna love that he, <laughs> he, like cause when we went to the exhibition and and he came along and saw it and his little face he just got he was so embarrassed bless him he was so he was so looking forward to it so he was only four when we went okay. um, and he he said I want to wear a tie was like, oh. we don't even own ties but for some reason he knew that wearing a tie meant it was he was going to be smart so oh. we got him a little tie and he wore like a little smart outfit and then um, when we walked in and like he saw his picture. Like he just went up to it and just kind of hid his face in his own picture. So much so that the lady who was making sure no one touched the pictures came and shouted at him and then he started to cry. Oh, <laughs> <And> no, really? <laughs> so, yeah. It didn't That's go an amazing back. story. About, I love that. It didn't go particularly well, but um, yeah, it was, it was such an experience. And like the night, the opening night of the gallery um, was one of my, I've never been more, more proud of myself and, Again, it was one of those times where I think like my my first, this is when I realised that my anxiety and my like imposter syndrome is a real big problem. It's not just something that 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 that, I, that people kind of lightly talk about. It's something that actually can ruin moments. Like the, the first thing I thought when I went into the gallery with all these amazing artists and all their amazing artwork. I thought that mine shouldn't be there and they're going to realise. And I kept on looking at mine thinking, it's not very good. It's not very good. And I don't know why I did that because I love that shot. Um, and I completely ruined a good like 15 minutes, just get myself in a panic. And I had to kind of, again, be like, just stop it. Like, what are you doing? And I do kind of, my brain works in this, like I've got two parts of my head and one part is really encouraging and really excited about photography and the other one is awful and is really kind of can hold me back. So I think that made me aware that, that I'm quite self-destructive and um, I need to keep myself in check a little bit. So It's so interesting to hear, Erica. And I, feel, and I just feel exactly the same, exactly the same. I really do. Totally, I really do. Like, not as, not as prestigious as yours, but when I, you know, found out I was the rangefinder 30 rising star, I thought, what, well, they must be doing it by, oh, there's another Alan Law, or they must have been doing it alphabetically or something, because it's just like ridiculous, you know? So I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's still totally every day, everything to do with reportage and my own photography. I feel like I, if someone's just going to find out that I have no idea what I'm doing, it's a horrible thing, isn't it? It's horrible, really. No, it really is. It's, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well. It's not a nice feeling. And yeah, I would definitely rather. I'd love some of the confidence that other people have. <laughs> yes, yeah, so would I. Let, let, we should, they should share it out equally between no, the world. No, very greedy. Very <laughs> but that, that must have been amazing to see it up there in that gallery, um, that's in, in the National Portrait Gallery. That is so well, cool. That's, I, I, I still have to pinch myself. I'm like a picture that I took of my son. Like The fact that my son has had his face hanging up in the National Portrait Gallery is one thing. But then the fact that it's a picture that I took... I'm like it's yeah it's such a i feel I'm, I'm really proud of it yeah really really proud so, rightly yeah. so it's awesome erica it's proper yeah. proper 
cool proper cool <laughs> i'll um if you don't mind if you, I, I can include that image on the post so people are listening to yeah. it now they can head to yeah. this reportage.com or the reportage family.com and I'll, I'll show that image um <laughs> yeah and the reportage wall that we spoke about earlier as well not quite as prestigious but still very cool <laughs> oh, do you know what what's really funny though when when i finished when when i the, once the kind of the, the excitement of the national portrait gallery you know, calmed down i remember saying to my husband i was like i'm really chuffed but i felt like that was quite a lucky shot because you know it's my family it's my my kid but i think i'll believe that i'm quite an i'm an okay photographer if i ever get a this is reportage award uh-huh. i remember saying that that i felt that it didn't really like it felt like i'd taken a picture that sat outside of the genre that i was trying to craft a career out of so I remember saying, until I get This Is Repertage, I'm not really going to think that. So that was like up there. So when I got my first um, This Is Repertage awards, I was so, so, so chuffed, just Aww. as chuffed. And it meant, yeah, to, to come from um, a part of the industry that is so well respected was, was such an achievement for me. Oh, so. that's cool, Erica. And so deserved though as well. And you've won three Repertage awards. This is awesome. You know, as I say, <laughs> most people have not won a single one. So it's proper, proper awesome. Oh, it's proper no, awesome. I, yeah. They're, they're, but, they're you know, <laughs> but you mentioned it again about you know shoot, you, you know because it was your own son but honestly I don't feel like that it doesn't matter you know it, you're still taking the photograph you're still seeing the moment you're still seeing the art and the composition and it doesn't matter that you know the subjects you know no, I, 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 I guess not I guess not it's um it's but still no, I, proper yeah. skill maybe <laughs> <laughs> it is erica it is 100 percent. it is it is totally uh, oh man this is this is so fun i want to ask you about um something else that because you okay. mentioned on your on your bio because uh, it sounds very interesting and it says you filmed on stage at glastonbury so what was that what were you doing then well i was i was filming on stage <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough um, yeah no i was so my degree was in media production and management and um a guy who was on the course with us, he, he kind of left and started up his own production company. And he got this gig um, basically filming on one of the stages. It was like the left field stage. So it was kind of filming like political debates, um, okay. um, poetry, um, and then live music as well. So we had a range of different people like on our little stage from like Billy Bragg, um, Tony Ben, like doing um, talks and um, Damien Rice kind of doing a little set. And it was it was awesome. We did that a couple of years in a row, um, and that was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. So we were just filming. So it was just kind of close ups of of camera work, and I think it was it was really bad. <laughs> no one really minded because it was Glastonbury, and um, oh. no one really looked at the big screens. <laughs> so it was it was so much fun, though. Yeah, oh, that really does good. sound cool. I've never been to Glastonbury ever, actually. Oh, it was I loved I loved when I went I really loved it the thought of going now I'm not sure like some like when I see people going um with their kids and I'm like oh that looks I think that looks fun and then I start thinking it through in my head and I'm like I don't think that looks fun actually <laughs> <laughs> I could not think- imagine going to a festival with kids so I've been to a Leeds and Reading festival I just can't imagine taking kids no no it? Mad, but um, you know, so you were doing video kind of work. Do you do video work in your kind of you know wedding family stuff as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of so. I think for a while I wasn't sure which direction I was going to go in. If I was going to do videography or photography, um, so I've kind of done both. I've been a bit of a jack of all trades and master of none. I kind of dibble. No, Erica, stop it! Stop it! You're master of loads. But but you know, when you kind of do, when you kind of do lots of different things instead of doing one thing really well, and and that kind of plays in my head a little bit. And but but less so now because I'm having a talking to myself and telling myself off. But yeah, I'm. um, So yeah, I've done some like the. I had a part time job for about four about. 
seven years um, whilst I was doing my wedding work, which was doing um, little videos uh, for estate agents, which doesn't sound very glamorous, oh, but right. it, was quite, it was quite fun. There was like one estate agent in Camden, um, this guy who runs a thing called the Camden Bus, and I got to do a really cool kind of quirky video for him, just kind of walking around, taking shots of him and edited really interestingly. So the company I worked for were quite nice at letting me kind of do my own thing, and they didn't really give me much direction were happy for me to just experiment and as long as I kind of did the bits they needed um so yeah so I kind of always had yeah done video as well um but never never that much like even now when I said about pivoting I've been doing some video work I did Mick Shah's um kind of video, wedding to video oh yeah cool also, it was kind of like a top up for me because I, I, my degree was media production so right um again it kind of made me feel a bit more confident I knew what I was doing and then after that I've, I've done some videos for a local school I've done a couple of wedding videos where I've taken pictures and shot at the same oh, time really both oh, and how was that um do you know it was really fun I really loved it um it was um, because they were smaller weddings it gave me that opportunity and the couples would talk to me and be like, oh, do you think we, we want to set up a camera so we can film something coming down the aisle? And I was like, well, look, I've got a spare camera. I'll set that camera up. And and then I just thought, well, if I just kind of grab a few extra shots as I'm going, um, maybe I can pull something together. And, yeah, I've done that a few times now, and the, the couples have loved it. So mm-hmm. it's not it's, it's not in any way like an all-singing, all-dancing, amazing video, but it's kind mm-hmm. of enough. It's enough for the couples. And yeah, fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to offer that more going forward? And are you tempted at all to just go, you know, fully into wedding videography? No, no. I think I, no. I think, I think, um, like, I'll only do it if it's a very small wedding. Like, because you ultimately, and I say this to the my couples, like, you're going to miss something. If I'm doing both, if I'm filming something, then the photography is going to be sacrificed. So they have to be comfortable with that. And, you know, I'm, I, I don't work with a second shooter. I'm not of the opinion that when you're, when you're having a wedding, you need every, every moment, like, fully captured. Like, I think you can give a couple a really good collection of images, kind of without putting that pressure on yourself that everything needs to be captured. And, you know, because we're constantly shooting, I'm con- you know, I don't stop. The minute I kind of turn up at a wedding, I'm, I'm clicking away and I'm going to capture as much as I can see. But there's always things that you can't capture. So like, where do you stop if you kind of put that pressure on yourself that, well, two photographers will get this. I'm like, well, three photographers would get that. Mm, and you, you have to stop at some point. And, and for, for the couples, because ultimately it's for them. I've always felt that what the galleries I produce, they're, they're happy with them. And they haven't felt that anything was lacking. They've always kind of said that I was able to capture loads for one one person. So yeah yeah um so to do a tiny little bit of video here and there kind of was okay but you're definitely going to sacrifice something if oh, i haven't yeah. got someone else shooting so yeah, yeah. that's true yeah, mm, yeah. Totally. So, no, it's interesting. i've never oh sorry we take for life we should just talk over each other i know it's funny isn't it? i i just thinking that i've never tried videography at all and i i you know it's such a different art so i don't think i'd be very good at it it looks difficult no, it's not. I don't think, I think you'd be fine. You'd be like, if you've got a good eye and you can see moments, I, I don't think it's that much of a stretch. Like I genuinely don't. Um, I'm, but again, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a videographer, so I can say that with confidence. <laughs> but I think anyway, if you're a good photographer, you can be a good videographer if you're willing to um, open your brain up to that, that skill. Definitely. Um, so I, I think it should be encouraged. And what I, what, what I would love to do with my family 
work and, and this is what like like I said, my, that one page on my website I would love to offer videography um, and photography side by side for families because the pressure's off it's not a wedding um, you know if you if you don't capture one moment that's happening during the day it's, it's not so much of a problem but yeah. if, if I can make little videos because you know I'm always making videos for my family and, and kind of you know telling our story not just as as a photographer but as a videographer and I think that they're equally as important and video doesn't always get the same kind of respect or kind of um, kudos mm. as photography but when you know videos of your kids are so different to a picture of your kids and it's like why do we only value the photos when someone can make a really good video as well so I'd love That's to offer true. documentary videography um like a like for a day where you kind of mix up both um so that's kind of my again it's on the to-do list <laughs> oh that sounds a really good idea yeah sounds yeah. that sounds really great to do Erica that's Just really need cool to ship Ollie off to, to to school and then all these things will happen <laughs> yes they're all gonna happen you're gonna have a very busy September all these things this is awesome <laughs> I'm just gonna go to bed that's all I'm gonna do I'm gonna <laughs> sleep <laughs> you're gonna watch love that netflix series you're gonna watch yeah, that that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> uh, yeah it all happened the year after <laughs> oh erica i've just we've been talking nearly an hour it has flown it's yeah. really flown i want before before we go i've really enjoyed talking to you and thank you i've really enjoyed it you're so fab to talk to it's oh, awesome so happy. Really cool. um, are you happy to use the word fab again now do you remember we had that we had a podcast like i remember listening last year with one is it um He's a really interesting guy, but he, he was like, don't say fab, Alan. Just don't say fab. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it really made me laugh because I, I really thought, oh, he's really confident. He's like, don't say fab. I just don't like fab. And then you were like laughing, but you are fab. Oh, like, yes. No, I remember. Yeah, that was David Ryan, wasn't it? I do remember that. Yes, that was. Yeah, that was a funny. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, you can definitely use the word fab. Whenever, and you, I can... say fab now, whenever <laughs> you say it, I always think of that. And it just makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm, well, i can definitely use that word about you because you are totally fab erica so oh, thank awesome. you very <laughs> I, I i want to ask you this before i go because again i find something that this is really interesting so you said that on your about page that you've shot a don't tell the bride wedding i did I did. Well, this is one of those. Yeah. So this was one of those other times when like someone was guiding me to do weddings. I'd only shot two weddings. <laughs> one of them was one of them was a good friend and the other one was like a freebie for someone's um, brother. So I shot two weddings. Neither of them I'd made any money, but I was like, OK, I've got to do my little website. I, I did my little website. And then I got a call from this groom who was getting married um, and said, I'm part of Don't Tell the Bride. So my third job, my my first actual paid job was for Don't Tell the Bride. No way, that's <laughs> and, insane. Yeah, I have so no just, idea. Just before you go on about just, just just to say, if, someone, if someone's never watched it, so it's a, like a, a British TV series, isn't it? A documentary series where the, the groom organises the whole wedding, doesn't he? And the, the yeah. bride doesn't know anything about it at all. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, so go on. Yeah, so I can't so, believe your first paid wedding is for Don't Tell the Bride. First, I, I, and, yeah, and I was just like, how in the world did you find me? And I never asked him that because it was so such a whirlwind of kind of like it was very full on um but it was yeah I, I don't to this day I've no idea how how he came across my website which must have been like hidden in the depths of of <laughs> I don't know where it was but he stumbled across it and I got and the what, call and and what my, you mass- yeah. when you got that call weren't you like mega scared were, were you in two minds whether to do it or not knowing <laughs> Me, I, you, you can hopefully I've got across to you how nervous I care about. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah like I don't believe your nerves should stop you doing things but so I just embraced it I was like I have to do it I'm not going to not do this this is uh, an awesome opportunity I got my husband to come and second shoot for me and my because <laughs> I was so scared and my husband's not a photographer he's, he's an architect um but he's okay he's okay at taking pictures so um it's yeah. okay that's cool <laughs> that's high praise there for you. <laughs> Well, he used to be quite good, and I, I think that he's um, over the years he's become really shit. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because I'm like, you take a picture of me, and that all that. Or maybe I've just become I'm good enough to critique him to a level, uh, and yeah. my husband and I just just tell him. Like, will he listen to this back? Will he listen to this back? Yeah, he will. I don't oh. want him to. Like last night, he's like, shall I? Shall I? Te- shall I test you? Shall I ask you some questions? And I. <laughs> don't even talk about it just don't talk about it because it's going to make me really nervous and then I think I said it too harshly and he looked a bit sad <laughs> that's <laughs> funny he, he was gonna he was gonna become Alan for the evening <laughs> <laughs> oh poor guy poor guy and um, what was the um what was the experience like kind of doing that wedding and where was it was it at a different kind of venue or what was so it that was um it's when I was living in London so that was the stationers hall in London um it was really interesting so he was like by the um, like into history um, so he was all in period costume and the bride was like uh, an Essex hairdresser and I only say it in that way to kind of help you visualize kind of uh-huh. the different that they were completely different um, right. and they really exaggerated the differences um, uh, yeah. for the show and um, yeah and it was really it was quite sad I think there was a lot of tears that you don't see um I think they hadn't really, like, you kind of assume people think about what impact it will have on your wedding day, having a film crew there. Um, but I genuinely don't think these guys had thought about it until the day. And then they very quickly realised that it, it's it's not their day. Oh, it's the okay. film crew's day. The film crew made it very clear to me. It's like, you know, this is our wedding. We're paying for it. This is, if we need you to out the way, you're out the way. And right. so and I'm, I, I like to, you know, I play by the rules. So the minute someone tells me not to do something, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm good. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just like, fine, no, I'll go stand, like, I'll stand here, right at the back. I won't even because you're the boss. <laughs> Were you <laughs> able to show the images and things? Yeah, yeah. No, I had to wait for the programme to be aired. Um, and, yeah, I think very quickly I felt that it was – I just felt really sorry for the couple. Like, there was hardly any moments that we would class as, like, genuine or, or authentic. And there was, like, one point during the service where um, the brother was doing a reading and the, the – you, you know you could see people welling up the bride was starting to kind of cry and I was like oh it's actually it feels like a wedding this is real and then all of a sudden like this really big like Hurley sound engineer like just walked up to her and like tapped on her cleavage because the microphone was poking up <laughs> oh, he, just, he just didn't care like there was a microphone in the way oh. poking back down and everyone stopped listening to the brother all looking at the the sound man and and the moment was lost and it was um so surreal yeah and that kind of summed up summed up the day um but oh. it was it was brilliant to be part of i really yeah. it. what an experience erica that's so cool that's so cool and your first proper paid wedding oh, it's like really a, weird. <laughs> a nationally broadcast tv program it's also have you what you must have watched the episode 
Oh, yeah, definitely. But what's annoying is you can see more of my husband than you can of me because he's really <laughs> tall. So every time I was like, oh, everyone's like, oh, Steve, is on, don't tell. I was like, no, it was me. It was me. He was over there because I was really nervous. <laughs> can you see yourself a few times there? Because they never, they hardly ever show the photographer, though, do yeah, they? Yeah, no. I thought, like, when I went to knock on the door, I was, like, really, like, okay, like, hold it, hold my, like, sort your posture out, make sure your hair looks nice. And I was, like, all ready for my moment. They just didn't give a shit about me at all. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh what an experience so that is so cool have you you because well you've got it on your website because i read it on your about bit did, wait, at the time did you put it on your site saying like as featured on don't tell the bride and stuff yeah i only had another yeah. two weddings to show off so i went big with pushing that and i think yeah, that kind of it helped me kind of pick up clients very early on um it seemed but again i think in a weird way it kind of underpinned my anxiety of feeling a bit like a fraud because i'd, I'd got this quite a big like gig really that was I didn't felt I didn't feel I deserved it yet I'd only just started and very quickly I kind of like leapfrogged um to the front of having like this little thing that people seem to um respect and be like well yeah. she must be a good photographer she's been on Don't Tell the Bride I'm like yeah. oh, I've only shot three <laughs> but yeah it's um yeah very cool very cool but you know some people um who suffer like we do nerves and anxiety some people would have said no to that and you didn't you felt that anxiety but you still went for it so that's awesome to do that i think it's important to do that because i'd hate to i'd hate to really kick myself like i know there's some things i've done and i think oh it's a shame i do but ultimately i i feel like i said i feel out of my comfort zone more than in it um for most of my life (laughs) so you know we have to do it i think it's important yeah, it's going to age us, though. Don't you think it's going to age us prematurely to live like that? It's not going to age us. It's aged me. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I'm still in denial. I'm in denial that maybe it will happen in the future. That's fine. You can be, but I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. <laughs> the last year has really aged us. Like, I tried to make sure I took a few pictures of myself, and I really want to book um, someone to do some family pictures of myself because you know, I'm really aware that I'm not in any of my, my pictures. Like I'm in hardly any of them. And, you know, I think. You don't want your husband taking them because he's not very good. (laughs) (laughs) I need to actually need to fork out some money and pay for a good documentary family photography. Where could I find? Wow. Yeah. There might be a good site for that. I've heard of. (laughs) Oh, do you know what? I know, I know so many now, like so many that I'd be so chuffed um, to, to, to shoot it. So yeah, I'm, 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 it was definitely going to get done, but again, it'll be, it's on the, it's on the list. But, I get um, that. we need to do that as well definitely that's yeah. important as you say it's been one of the best things about starting reportage family is seeing that that wealth of talent out there it's just um, absolutely amazing documentary family photographers it's awesome yeah, they're, they're unreal they're so good and so inspiring i love like i love looking at those pictures i think i i, I get i get a bit more excited about the the family galleries than i do the wedding ones because yeah. um, i don't know that to me it's like a wedding is it's a it's a day it's a day in our life and and it's and it's an important obviously it's super important but like families are just it's the to me it's it's everything and yeah when when you can capture someone's you know a, a fat the found the connections in a family and you know i, I just i just love that yeah i think they're amazing i totally I get that mm-hmm. yeah I totally get that. And there's so much, I think because of the nature of it, um, they're more varied in general, really, because they can be from any kind of moment, any kind of day. And weddings definitely follow more of a structure, don't they, as well? Definitely. definitely. 
No, 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 very good. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so, Erica, it's so cool talking to you. I've absolutely loved it. Thank you for giving up your time and just for being so open and honest. It's been awesome. Oh, thank you very much. Tuesdays is normally when I prep for my class. So tonight's class is going to be um, sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I apologize to your students, but it's oh, been definitely you. worth it. Definitely <laughs> worth it. Um, oh, thank you listening... so much for having me. Oh, no. Thank you, Erica. And people listening now, head to this reptile com or the family.com i'll include um the taylor wessing uh, prize that's uh, the image that she she you you got there and uh the reportage war that we spoke about as well and um i link through to your website and hopefully i'll get to you know i haven't seen you in ages it's been years when was that when was it, it was that years. was about 2000 uh, 2018 hey, man god yeah, yeah. Yes. And so hope, well, you know, we'll be doing, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're doing uh, this reportage and this reportage family Christmas party in London. Yeah. You know, because if you can make it. Yes, I definitely will. Definitely. Cool. Where is Hertfordshire? I'm so bad with uh, geography. It's not far from London. Oh, they've like, got yeah. no excuse then. No excuse, no, Erica. And there's loads of us. We've got such a, ga- there's quite a good little gang of us in Hitchin. Um, oh, I mentioned cool. Rafe, who um, I, which is, sorry, I've gone completely, I've just added a little waffle on the end but um okay. yeah um Rafe Abrook who um is part of this yeah event. I wrote his name yesterday because he won a story award that I was yeah, announcing, yeah. So. he's got quite a few awards and um when 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 I moved to Hitchin um I knew of Rafe and I knew that he was this awesome photographer and um and then like a little wall and I remember thinking I'm not sure I want to do weddings anymore and then I found out I was getting a new next door neighbor and it was Rafe what how crazy is that? Well, is that <laughs> so actually he, your next door neighbour? He was my next door neighbour for a time, yeah. He's oh, not anymore, but he's, oh, okay. and he's become, we've become good friends. And yeah, oh, that, I was like, that's really weird. And had that not happened, I might have started overthinking weddings again. And um, But yeah, like another pull into... Like yeah, said, it all happens for a reason. Yeah, That's but sorry, nice. you were nicely tying up this chat, and then I started talking. <laughs> no, it was good. So cool. Um, thank you again. It's just just really awesome. Really awesome. Really fab. Yeah, I'm just really happy. I've just got this big smile. I'm so glad I spoke to you for this. It's oh, been nice. Thank you. And honestly, if you can make the party, it'd be cool to see you. I'll be there. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, you keep well, Erica. I hope um, I hope you have a good season. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 80th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Erica is just so great to talk to. Really hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisreportage.com or thisreportagefamily.com for a link to her website and to see the specific Reportage Award and Reportage Family Award she talked about and the image that earned her a gallery spot with the renowned Taylor Wessing Photographic Portrait Prize at the National Portrait Gallery. We have lots more episodes of the podcast available where we speak to family and wedding photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Frank Boutonnet, Adam Johnson, Ange Waterton, Menino Cognes Menina, Logan Westham, Rowena Meadows, Gretchen Yost, Christoph Clays, Fabio Marula, and many more too. If you're not yet a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. 
Submissions are open now for our next award collections. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 BST on 24th of July 2021. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now.